Blog Talk Radio. March 4th, 2021. This is the 415. My name is Raina Starr. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Star Bustamante. The hey, 415 yeah. is brought to you by <laughs> Desperate House Witches and The Wild Hunt. Please visit wildhunt.org. Give them all your support. For less than a vente cup of coffee somewhere, you could be supporting The Wild Hunt every day. I'm just saying. It's the pagan paper of record. Also, please note that on the 415, the opinions given are our own and are not reflective of the opinions at anyone of anyone at the Wild Hunt or any of its subsidiaries. Thank you so much. So, Star, it's been quite a month, hasn't it? Well, we are it now in... Yeah, it kind of has been. It's been interesting. Um, uh, apparently, Texas had a little bit of bad weather, I heard. Um, you think? You think a little, a little bit. I, yeah, I, I heard they had like something along the lines of something they hadn't had in centuries um, or in a really long time. So apparently, during this horrific weather event, because apparently they're now called events, um, their senator, <laughs> Ted Cruz, decided he was going to go on vacation. Wouldn't it be nice if he could have taken all his constituents with him? Uh, what the hell? Well, it remains to be seen what, how much of an impact this is going to have. I, I mean, you know, we just came out of four years of, of uh, sitting president who – did all kinds of horrible things and, and seemingly got away with it. Um, so yeah, well, whether, so far. So far. yeah, so far, uh, whether or not yeah. Cruz will pay for this at the ballot box, you know, remains to be seen, but yeah, it was pretty stunning. And the fact that he lied about, um, you know, that he was just taking his daughters and then was coming back when he clearly his, you know, the flight that was booked. And my favorite are the text messages that um, their neighbors uh, shared with the New York Times. Um, let's see. Um, Oops, they're not well loved in that neighborhood, are they? Not Mr. nor Mrs. Cruz, apparently. Apparently, apparently not. Um you know, and plus the fact that, you know, here they, I mean, it looked, the optics looked really terrible because here they are, here, here's Texas in one of the worst um, weather crisis situations, people without heat, people without water for days and days and days. And Cruz hops on a um, plane to Cancun um yeah and i think the thing that really pushed people over the edge was the dog uh <laughs> the dog whose name i might add 
is Snowflake. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you saw, but there was one picture of the dog that was circulating where it's like standing uh, at the front door, like door, like they're one yeah. of those doors that have glass on on either side, and the little dog is standing there staring out. Um, and people were just like outraged that he he went off and left his poor little dog at, at home. You know, as in addition to all of his constituents who were busy freezing to death and. Uh, having no water and all, all other kinds of fun, fun things, but um, which, as it turns out, for those of you who are listening, uh, the little dog did have someone who was taking care of it, uh, unlike the rest of the people in I the know. state. <laughs> exactly. The dog was getting better care than, than the constituents. And it's my understanding, because I actually have friends in Texas, that there are still people without drinking water. Um, okay, we're talking a couple of weeks already. This is absurd. We can't get water to people. Come on. Well, uh, you know, if you have to think about what would happen if the if the entire power grid went down, which is virtually what happened. You know, I mean, not everyone lost power and not everyone lost water, but large swaths of Texas had you know i mean like one power grid went down and basically you know took them all down because demand but then imagine some of these people who got bills for thousands tens of thousands of dollars in some case there was one guy that was and this was all over the news of getting a bill for you know, like $17,000. Imagine getting a water bill for $17,000, you know. No. And and Ted Cruz is having a vacation, you know. He took the family and went to Cancun because they were tired of being cold, you know. Um, Yeah, it looks really bad. Which his wife made quite the big deal of in her tweet about, it's freezing in our house. Come join us. Really, who is supposed to be coming to join you? Who has the kind of money where they can just pick everything up in Texas and, and, and go, go, go be with them? And, you know, here's the sad thing for her. The fact of the matter is is that she got ratted out by one of the people she said the damn thing to in the first place. I mean, come on. Oh, I also forgot to do the disclaimer that some of the language might be harsh on this show. Um, there now you know. Um, so, yeah, this crazy-ass bitch is friggin' sending out tweets to her her neighbors that everyone should come and join her. I mean, really? Talk about out of the loop, out of touch, completely not feeling the pain of your constituents. You are there to serve the people. Yes, you're not the senator, but you're his wife. One of you needs to have a clue. One of you should be thinking about his job. But you know what? It just seems like that demographic, you know, the the hard-nosed Republican demographic that exists in places like Texas, they're also forgiving of this kind of thing. So I want to encourage folks, even now, do your midterm elections. Please do not neglect them. That's how people like Ted Cruz get to maintain power, because they're not being challenged at the ballot box unless it's a, a, a presidential election. Please do not wait for presidential elections. All politics are local. All elections are important. Please remember that. Um, 
So, in in additional news, oh my God, guess who decided to reemerge onto the political scene? It had been so peaceful without him. Donald Trump made a re uh, appearance or a, a reemergence from his lagoon uh, and decided to go speak at CPAC. I'm I'm horrified that I had to look at him again. I was really hoping he would go away and stay away, but no, <laughs> not my kind of luck. Um, no, so apparently no, no. they are still pushing this insane narrative. At, you know, even at CPAC, they're still pushing this insane narrative that somehow the election was stolen. Um, the election was not stolen. This was one of the most carefully watched free and fair elections in history. The experts will tell you that. The people at the polling places will tell you that. The governors will tell you that. We've heard it just about from everyone we could hear it from. And, you know, we're fighting for we're fighting for reality and it's frightening that we are fighting for reality at, in this day and age. You know, it's twenty twenty one. We have done remarkable things as Americans. But reality is still a problem. What the ever loving? Well, I, you know, I read an article this morning, um, or well, actually, the outline of an article um, that was uh, came out of the UK, saying that basically what is happening with all of these Q conspiracies and um, this disconnection from reality. Uh, is that it's more likely that people that are um, that have an evangelical kind of base or understanding are more likely to believe yeah. these things, and the article put it in line with uh, basically uh, you know kind of a Taliban type of <laughs> of mentality, um, mm-hmm. and that how how dangerous that that really is because there is no, re, you know, this allows them to justify their behavior and that there's no, mm-hmm. there's, there's no reasoning with these people, people who believe that yeah. and it's grounded in whatever their faith or belief system is that there's, um, you know, I mean, there's really no, there's no getting, they're not going to change their minds. They're not going to see it because they feel justified. They feel like their God wants them to do whatever. So um, that's, that's pretty alarming. Um, you know, and I think that there's a renewed push to try and, you know, tamp down on a lot of this, uh, dis and misinformation that is being, you know, just, I mean, it's every, it's everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, to some extent, all of these platforms are cracking down, but it's really not enough. Uh, so it'll be real, yeah. really interesting, but it was really striking to, um, I listened to as much of Trump's speech, if, and I think calling it a speech is, is generous. Uh, generous. It, yeah, it was it was like the you know it was like his greatest hits from the campaign trail of of lo- all of it live. I don't know that he said anything that was factual at all. Um, you know, uh, 
it was just a long rambling word salad of uh, his usual bullshit, all lies, but that each speaker continued to proliferate what is now being called the big lie. um, Right. It's just really stunning. And then of course you have the whole uh, thing with the stage. Uh, Yeah. let's, Let's get into the stagecraft. That's, that's pretty friggin' stunning, too, because I didn't really know anything about this until you, you <laughs> hit me to this information. So apparently, there, Nazi symbols were used? I mean, excuse me, what? Well, so, like, uh, and I want to make a point to really differentiate between there is a rune that um, is called the... Uh, uh, Otala or Othala rune. Um, it's the one that looks like kind of like it's like a it's like a diamond with with a tail on it, um, mm-hmm. and it and it represents heritage and family and uh, that that is and while that is so basically the symbol that they used is kind of that but it has like feet or what they call uh, serifs or serifs serifs I think is the correct pronunciation yeah. um, on uh-huh. on the ends of it. Um, and there's no real, um, there's, historically speaking, uh, there's no real, um, basis of this having, of this ever being connected to, um, heathens or Nordic culture, uh, a a respected scholar who, who studied in Nordic studies. Um, basically said that there's no evidence of this ever having been used outside of the when the Nazis decided to use it um, going back to the to the you know 1930s. So right. and that was the design of the stage. And then of course there's been an onslaught of people saying, "Wow, it was just a design. It was, certainly wasn't intentional." Blah blah blah. Um, you know whether it have was you heard these people speak? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't get well, away from it. You know. Well, but the the real point here is that, um, and since then, you know, uh, the American Conservative Union, which is the group that um, that puts on CPAC, has issued a statement. The Hyatt Hotel has issued a statement. Um, you know, mm-hmm. all kind of expressing horror, and um, you know, and how they certainly are not anti-Semitic, whatever. Um, but here's the reality. For an event of this size, the designs for the stage would have been submitted months and months before the event, and right. many, you know, probably dozens of people would have looked at the design, and somebody had to have selected that design and chosen it. Um, and yeah. whether whether the hotel was aware or not, you know, is neither here nor there. Um, you know, I mean, anybody that's allowing the you know CPAC to take place in their ho- in their space has to know a little bit about CPAC. Um, and yeah. so, Thanks. I don't know how you could have missed the shape of this. Plus, it wasn't even a functional stage in in the sense that the design of it. I mean, it had you know where the where this diamond because they kind of flipped it around. So you have a diamond with these, you know, that 
the two of the legs extend and then it has these little kind of wings on it, which creates kind of a triangle in the back. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you really don't want to stage with holes in it. Um, (laughs) I mean, stages even that involve stairs are problematic. Um, Mm -hmm. you, You kind of want to stay away from that. You sure shit don't want to stage with a hole in it. That somebody could right. uh, could fall into, but I mean, yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even a good functional design. So they don't even really have that argument. I mean, whether it was intentional, whether it wasn't intentional, um, whether yeah. they were sending a message to anyone, or whether they just said, "Hey, this will really fire up the libs," you know, is is, <laughs> is impossible. We we will never know the answer to that. But the optics right. of it were fucking horrible. I mean, I was shocked. When I saw that first tweet about the stage, I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow, really? Okay. Um, Yeah. I I don't know where I don't know where they go from 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 here, honestly, on that one. I was just like, holy, holy, holy. I just, you know, I just think that the continuous push to get people to accept certain things as the new normal, um, you know, with constant lies, with constant beratement, with constant, uh, you know, coming at people with information at all sides consistently, constant shock, and and it's it's like how you get someone accustomed to being continuously hit with a paddle, you know. You hit them, you hit them, you hit them. It's like constant beating um, so that any let-up of any kind is like, oh, okay, let's stop now. It's great. Everything's great. (laughs) But you get used to being hit, you know. It's kind of like it's some kind of a weird emotional abuse that allows this to keep happening, I don't know if it's a kind of Stockholm syndrome. I don't know if it's a kind of other type of brainwashing that's being employed where they constantly hit us with things that would normally shock and and horrify us. And now it's like, if it has to do with certain people, we're like, oh yeah, well that's what we expect out of this particular type of person. And I think that's a dangerous thing. You know, because we are seeing a constant influx of racism and a constant influx of hatred and anti-Semitic behavior and just all these things over and over again. I mean, the Capitol, the assault on the Capitol, the insurrection, I didn't think I was ever going to see that in my lifetime, thank you. It was not on my 2021 bingo card. I mean, I would have expected it more last year, but okay. Um, just these things, you know, you, you bombard people with shocking things and they start to desensitize. And I think that's what's happening, and I think it's very frightening. What do you think? Well, I mean, yes and no. Um, I mean, I was shocked, so I still have the ability to be shocked. Um, yeah. I, do think that, I do think that one of the... Uh, side effects of, of the pandemic is that, um, you know, it has made us numb in, in a number of ways. I mean, over a half a million uh, people are dead. A half a million. That's a lot of people. Uh, I, it is. I think that the, 
I think that the early um, the early bans on having the media really report in depth like they normally would on on the yeah. pandemic, we, you know, we missed the um, we missed the personal stories and mm-hmm. the pain. Um, because they're just, I mean, media crews were simply not allowed into a lot of hospitals, uh, you know, places right. like New York. Uh, you know, we saw some places in California. But overall, there mm-hmm. was not, I don't think that people grasped. It was far away. It was distant when it started. And uh, people need that context. They need context for stories yeah. in order to understand the impact. And so I think that it's hard to wrap your brain around what half a million dead people look like, um, and it's hard to see the impact, but I think now people are getting it. And so I think that, you know, because now we all know someone who's died from, from COVID-19 um, or who almost died, Yeah. you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that the more events like what happened at CPAC. I mean, and granted, I mean, there are large, if, if I didn't need to have paid attention to what was going on, I certainly would not have, have watched it at all. And I, and I largely didn't, you know, because I can go on Twitter and see the rundown from people that I trust. So I didn't need to be watching that shit, you know, thank God for no Aaron Rupar, no right? I can, right. I can just, I can just follow Aaron Rupar and Jake Tapper and other journalists that I uh, that I trust to you know sure. they have they're getting paid you know a, a good living uh, to yeah. watch that shit listen to these morons talk and and then say okay here's what they said so that I don't have to yeah um, right and so I mean but I think that when you have something the stage was a flashpoint and it's kind of a good thing yeah. because it woke a lot of people. It, it, it brought people's attention back to, Oh my God, well this, you know, is this really a Nazi symbol or not? We don't know, but we don't like it. Um, so I don't think that, I don't see that as necessarily a bad thing. Of course it was really right. interesting to watch, to watch all the, uh, the Nazi apologists, um, and, you know, conservative explainers of how ridiculous it was that, that people were saying this was a Nazi symbol um, or that, it, you know, that it had some magical purpose or whatever. Whatever. Either way, it, it was there, it made a splash, and it has brought more negative attention to conservatives. So I, I can't say I feel bad about that at all. You know, <laughs> the here's <end>. the... <laughs> Here's the interesting thing to me. You don't get to use magical symbols, pagan symbols, whatever kind of symbols, and then suddenly try to disassociate yourself. You know, it's like you don't get to cherry pick that shit. It is what it is. The symbol is the symbol is the symbol. If they want to use a Nazi symbol, I mean, I think that's highly appropriate. It certainly reflects uh, much of their, you know, I mean, you know, when you have a party that's made up of members like uh, like Ted Cruz, who's willing to go abandon his constituents and go on vacation in the middle of a deadly crisis. Um, and yeah. in the middle, let's not forget, you know, there still is an ongoing pandemic, but woohoo, let's go to, let's go to Mexico for some tacos and margaritas. Um, 
you know, there's a level of lack, complete lack, uh, social awareness, uh, social, there's no empathy. It's tone deaf. Yeah, it's tone deaf, completely tone deaf uh, and stupid. So, I mean, so if, if, if the conservatives want to use Nazi symbols, you know, I think they should. I think they should. I think it'll really help to firm up their position for a lot of folks. Um, but I mean, a lot of the heathen, you know, the the alphabet, which is the Elder Futhar, I think is what it's called, um, uh-huh. which is the, where the where the runes are derived from. Um, yeah, you know, have been co-opted by by white supremacists. I don't know what the heathens can do about that at this point, um, but. I mean, but that's definitely a thing. And I think that, you know, um, the moron with the buffalo, you know, horns that the, you know, I mean, he had the friggin' Thor's hammer, you know, a giant one tattooed on, on his, um, on his, uh, torso, you know, and said that he prescribed to Native American values, which of course the Native Americans think that's just friggin' hilarious, um. Uh, sure. You know, I mean, so I mean, I mean, in, I mean, Native Americans have been dealing with with the appropriation of their um, spiritual practices and symbols for you know, for yeah. hundreds of years. So anyway, yep. um, I, I, I got nothing. Unbelievable. I, mean, I got nothing. So, so we're still dealing with the aftermath of the attempted overthrow of the government, the insurrection. We're still dealing with that. There's, you know, we're hopefully going to get some kind of answers. They keep having people come in and testify. I'm sorry. There was some interesting testimony yesterday for, well, the last two days, there's been some interesting testimony on that. Um, You know, I mean, from what it sounds like that they requested Mm -hmm. help, and they didn't get it. They, you know, I mean, and not only that, but said because the optics were bad, um, you know, that they couldn't move the guard. Every time they moved the guard, if they were had them on traffic detail, if they wanted to move them just up a block, that they had to get permission uh, from um, the Secretary of Defense to do so because they were concerned about how it might look. And, um, you know, I mean, that's pretty stunning when considering last summer that they were just openly, you know, beating the crap out of people in the streets, uh, both in the yeah. capital and, and, and other places, you know, in Portland, there are like rumors of them like snap unmarked uh, law enforcement, snatching people off the street. So, um, yeah, really worried about the optics on that. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I think it's going to be really interesting when, what what comes out. Um, you know, the testimony, I mean, and, and you can, anything that, anybody who's interested in knowing more about this, if you're not, um, if you don't already have a source, uh, all of it is being, I mean, I'm sure C-SPAN and uh, all of the major media outlets uh, well, except Fox, I don't know if Fox is covering it at all. Um, <laughs> they're they're outraged over Dr. Seuss still, um, you know. So, 
uh, who knows if Fox will <laughs> Fox will will cover whether or not you know anybody did anything wrong uh, within within the whole uh, government, but uh, you know, but certainly they're outraged over uh, Mr. Po- over Mr. Potato Head and um, and the Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I was shocked. Okay, so you know. <sighs> And I didn't hear what you were saying because I had to call back in because I had a little technical difficulty, so I apologize. But the whole Dr. Seuss thing, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you have to put things away. Sometimes well, you have to just. It was the, it you was know? It was just it was Seuss's own organization. I mean, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like a, an angry mob showed up on their doorstep and said, "You need to pull these books." They made the decision themselves because they felt right. that that some of the in, uh, images and artwork and uh, context not only being outdated, but it, it, it portrayed the wrong thing that they didn't feel like it. You know. That it was it yeah. was a good thing. So that they made the decision, and it's not like the you know the government told them to or anybody told them to. They made this decision on their own. The books that, that are yes. are really and the books that are really impactful, like the Lorax. Um, you know, you yep. can still get those books. They only pulled six of the books. Um, but yeah. yeah, people. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, they're their books. They can pull them if they fucking want to. Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah, it's their property. They're allowed to. They they hold the estate, and if you hold the estate, you get to make those decisions. And you know what? I think the problem is that people want to be outraged. I think the problem is that people made an assumption about who pulled them or who said it was a problem. Um, and I really think, you know, if you trust people, sometimes they'll do the right thing. People are capable of doing the right thing. And I think, you know, listen, they felt a certain kind of way. It's their property. You're allowed to do what you want with your property. I, I, I'm here for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's not a problem with that. All right, so we have addressed Let's check off what we have. Let's review what we've talked about so far, kids. All right. We have talked about Ted Cruz. We have talked about Dr. Seuss. We have talked about CPAC and Trump's reemergence. We have talked about the interesting shape of the stage. Let me also note who was not at CPAC. Uh, Ben Sass was not at CPAC. Mitt Romney was not at CPAC. Liz Cheney was not. At, Z, at CPAC, this is the Conservative Political Action Committee, for those who don't know the acronym. And the gentleman, his last name is Kinzinger. I don't know who his, his first name. I don't remember. I think but it's anyway. Adam. Adam Kinzinger. Thank you. Good on the four of you for not buying into this bullshit. Um, Matt Schlapp well, can kiss my butt. There were a number of people. There were a number of people that yeah. normally would be at a conservative thing and that were not that were absent. So, oh, okay. Well, there were additional people, but I noticed the the most notable ones. Oh, by the way, Mike Pence not at CPAC. How do you like that? The VP. So, okay. So I'm having a little bit of Mitch McConnell whiplash. I have to admit. Uh, before we get into that, 
let's just remind folks, please check out The Wild Hunt. The Wild Hunt is the pagan paper of record. Please go to wildhunt.org. Give them all your support because we need real news, and we actually get it from The Wild Hunt. There's a lot of fake news out there, as you've been told and as you've heard. Wild Hunt does not promote fake news. There you go. We must support our people. Okay, so, lovely. Mitch McConnell and my whiplash. Let's just talk about this for a second. So Mitch McConnell decided not to uh, convict Trump. You remember the whole big thing about Trump and the riot, and he was being blamed, and they decided not to blame him, not to make the impeachment, not to turn the impeachment, the second impeachment, into a conviction. All right, fine, whatever. Then he tur- Okay, so then after he votes to let it go, he gives this huge speech about how Donald Trump is absolutely guilty and should be prosecuted in some respect for this action. However, he then turns around again the other day and says, well, if Donald Trump runs in 2024, I'm going to support him. Excuse me, sir, which person no, are you today? No. Because... I'm not keeping he, up. Didn't he say that if he got the nomination that he would support him? Yes. Yeah. Well, right that's here. different than I don't get that's it. different. That's different though than saying that uh that if he runs he'll support him. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I I think McConnell does not McConnell has lost power. You know, he no longer rules the the Senate like he did. Um and I think he—that's just typical friggin' waffling. It's typical waffling on his part. Yeah, I—I I mean, I know it's waffling, but I'm sorry. You know, nine out of ten Republicans agree that if Trump were to run again, he would probably get the nomination. I can't even imagine who could wrest it away. From his death grip Truly I I can't even imagine who might be able To get this thing out from under him I would like that to not be the case However from what I can see Of the reality of the situation um, He would get it if he ran Now the problem is Is he going to run Is he going to be around long enough to run Only because of his age And his I'm sorry he's in poor health If you ask me that man is not exactly taking care of himself, nor is he following any kind of regimen to put his body in any kind of shape that could be considered good. Well, um, and just just like just in the last day or so, um, because mm-hmm. I forget who they were complaining about. Somebody that they the one of the Republicans who broke ranks and uh, might have been Cheney, might have been um, yeah. might have been somebody else, but that. Uh, it might have been Murkowski. I, I think it was Murkowski, and he and he, and she was in Alaska, I think. Um, that it yes. that he would challenge her, but it was just too far to travel. So I mean, so he's so not only is you know I mean so that's a pretty lazy statement in a, in in and of itself. Um, yeah. But I thought that was kind of, that was kind of interesting that he couldn't be bothered to. You know that was too far. He just couldn't go that far. Um, 
I personally think that, you know, a lot can happen in four years. Um, True. As we've seen in the past. So I think that, you know, before I start worrying about what, what is going to come next, uh, I'm going to wait and, uh, and see what happens over the course of the next, you know, couple of years. But I, I, I just think that I do not feel like there's any possibility that he will be in any shape or place to run for office in, um, in uh, 2024. I just, I just don't see it. All right. Um, But what about, what, what about this? What about the fact that the Republicans are now trying to redistrict everything and basically disenfranchise Anyone who might vote democratically who is not white and well-heeled. I mean, let's face it. They are trying to put all kinds of insane limits. This is this, is this week, folks. This is happening yeah. right now in anticipation of future elections where the Republican Party is trying to make sure that if you need early voting, if you need polls to be open to a certain time. All of these things that we now take for granted are even being more eroded by the Republican Party. They are trying to make sure that this that just happened to them, where they lost, does not happen again. And they are using every trick in the book to try to make sure that they can get power back where they've lost it. Um, I can't even keep up with what's going on. There's just so much whiplash for me, you know, with them trying to just, it's all about their power. They don't give a shit about taking care of the people. My idea was that government was supposed to be taking care of things like roads and healthcare and, you know, the basic necessities of of people and making sure nobody gets left behind and making sure that, you know, we take care of our elderly and our homeless and our children who may not have a lot of, you know, whose parents may not have the greatest of incomes. I thought I thought the whole point was that we were supposed to keep things running and be a happy, safe society. I guess my ideas about all of that are just not real. That's how it feels. Well, I mean, let's be clear here that, I mean, the government – has been um, often pretty sporadic in in how uh, it manages care uh, on on yeah. a number of fronts. Uh, True. You know, I mean, I, ideally, yes. The whole idea is that uh, the reason that you have government is to deal with the really big issues and problems. Um, you know, if we all had to individually yeah. pay, <clears throat> excuse me, for, uh, you know, like say fire service, okay? Right. Um, yeah. We couldn't individually afford that, um, which is why you have government to, to provide services that otherwise you, you know, you would, it would be hard to, it would be hard to have those services. Um, but I mean, I think right. we've moved further, further, and further away from the, you know, the ideals that um, have exi- you know, that 
are often talked about but really are not well represented uh, within government, mm-hmm. uh, whether we're yeah. talking at the at the local level, the county level, the state level, and, and at the federal level. Um, so, I mean, so on one hand, I kind of, you know, when you said that, I was like, wah! Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I can see you laughing. <laughs> um, uh. And on the other hand, I mean, I think that it's important to really kind of hold on to those those ideals because they're not they're not far fetched. Um, they're right. definitely some, something that you know we can continue to aim for and work yeah. towards. But I mean, yeah. look at history, you know, um, yeah. and especially. You know, if you're if you're a black or brown person, um, and or a woman, you know, let's not let's not uh, leave our little selves out of this of any color. Um, yeah. Then you know, yeah, it pretty much sucks. Um, and the government yeah. has demonstrated over and over again that um, you know it seems like we, you know, we get two steps forward and then it's three steps back and we're definitely three steps back here. I mean, yeah, I, I think that, I think that no matter what they do, I don't care how many laws they pass, it's not going to be enough to keep people from voting. I mean, people in the state of Georgia, now I just want to remind you that within the yeah. state of Georgia, they, they elected two Democrats to the Senate, which is what, Swung, you know, so now we have a, an evenly split Senate with uh, Kamala Harris as the as the decider. But the mm-hmm. state of Georgia, which has been a pretty traditionally red state, uh, indeed, over the last it has it last has change. Yeah, um, but, but it's a tenuous change, isn't it? I mean, people well, I have mean, to be on guard about it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, well. Let me ask you this. Um, when you sure. have a baby, um, how long does that tenuousness last? <laughs> of, oh, my God, you know, is it still breathing? You know, um, is, is everything right with this? I mean, you don't ever, you, know, you have to treat democracy like you would you know, both a newborn and a toddler and, uh, you know, a child and a young adult, right? It, it requires constant tending. so true. It um, does. It really but, does. But the, fact, but the fact remains of this, okay? The people of Georgia stood in line yeah. in some places for fucking 12 hours to vote. Yeah. And they did it. They, they did, did it in the rain. They did it in good weather, bad weather. Whatever, but they did. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, we all have to be prepared to do that. You know, I mean, if you do yeah. not want people like Ted Cruz and, you know, some of these other insane people that have somehow, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, you know, shitty uh, Madison Cawthorn, who is our representative or my representative. I don't know if he's your representative or not. I don't think you're in his district. Um, no. You know, if if we don't want people like that to represent us, 
then we've got to vote. And not only do we have to vote, but we have to encourage every friggin' person that we know to vote. You know, we have to organize getting people to the polls. Uh, you know, if they change the laws and you can't do early voting, then I guess we're all going to be really fucking busy on Election Day, um, making sure that we get people to the polls. So is it tenuous? Yes. But I don't think it's any more tenuous than when you have something that you care about that you're in the process of raising, you know, uh, whether we're talking about, you know, um you know, furry children, uh, you know, human children, um, yeah. our elderly, you know, all of those things are, you know, life itself is very tenuous. So, yes. So is it tenuous? True. Of course it is. But True. I think that what you're going to see is a real doubling down. You know, they can they can try and cut people off or whatever, but what they are going to end up with is that just a, a harder resolve uh, from the people that they don't want to vote, I don't think they're going to give up. They've kind of, yeah. they've already they have tasted victory and they like it, you know. Um, and yeah. you know, and taking Stacey Abrams out is not going to change it because there are she's training people, you know, as she's going. Yep. And yeah, so yeah, she sure is. She's amazing. We are so fortunate to have a powerhouse like Stacey Abrams, you know, out there and encouraging people and teaching them and working the ropes. I mean, she's, she needs to go everywhere and talk to everyone. Um, So, okay. So we've covered that. Vaccinations. Let's talk a little bit about that. By the way, Trump and Melania, it was not reported, but they got the COVID shots. Guess what? As much as they didn't want to talk about it, they kept it quiet. They didn't want you to know that they got their shots. Yeah. What a surprise not. But what I want to impress upon folks is please get online. Please make sure you know when it's your turn. Please go get the shot. It is safe, honest and truly. You know, everyone that I know personally who has had the shot has said either they had no ill effects, or the the side effects were extremely minor. Um, I can't wait to get mine. They're in groups one, two, and three right now. Uh, if you're immunocompromised, uh, if you are over the age of 55, I believe, you will be in group four or group five. I Because I'm uh, immunocompromised, I'm in group five. So that's uh, group four, rather. So please keep mindful of not only that, not only when it's your turn to get your shot, but also that you are not immediately immune or, or unable to pass the virus. Please remember that you have to keep your masks on. You still have to social distance. You have to do all of the things that we're currently doing. Speaking of things that are currently being done, Four states have dropped their mandate. Um, uh, first, I, I want to just clarify that um, what Raina just stated uh, is for North Carolina. Uh, each state, yes. each state so has has, yes. has different um, has different guidelines uh, that are all, yeah. they're all loosely based on what the CDC recommends, but I think they're, they're they yeah. they can all be a little different. So you definitely want to check with your state. 
Um, you know, if yeah, you go into sorry. your yeah. uh, state's health department uh, website. Um, and also, even if you have good uh, capabilities uh, when it comes to being on the Internet, um, not everybody in your community does. So if there is somebody that, that you know uh, that lives in maybe your apartment building or in your community uh, that is not particularly Internet savvy and you have a little time to spare, you might want to touch base with them and see if they need help making an appointment. Um, I know that, you know, there is a lot of government outreach going on to try and get people in communities. Uh, there's been some just pretty bad stuff as far as the people who are the most vulnerable. Um, you know, like in California, mm-hmm. they even gave out codes to um, to people in these neighborhoods that are where people, you know, uh, lower income, most at risk uh, populations live, mm-hmm. and still they had you know people that managed to um, jump ahead and take the spot that had been set aside for others. So, so if you have um, the time and the inclination, if you want to do some community service, that's one, certainly one one way that that you can do it. Um, I want to talk about the vaccines for a little bit um, here. Yes. The um, so the Johnson and Johnson uh, vaccine was just approved uh, for emergency use last week. Um, mm-hmm. As a result of that, there's some pretty stunning news around that. First of all, that uh, I think Merck is going to work with Johnson and Johnson to produce mm-hmm. uh, so they can up the number of vaccines. And the prediction now is that that. By the end of May, everyone who wants a vaccine can get one. Now, there's also been um, a couple of things around this vaccine that um, that have, I mean, I know I have such a funny disposition, and you'll find this shocking, but that really uh, angered me. Um, one is that apparently in the U.S. there are some um, Catholic uh, archbishops that are that have said that, you know, uh, people might, you know, if that's the only one that they can get, well, fine, but that uh, it would be better to get one of the other ones because uh, stem cells were uh, used in the creation of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I don't even know if that's true or not. I haven't had a chance to look into it. That just popped up on my radar this morning. Um, You know, I have obviously I have no issues there, but then there's also been um, kind of this thing circulating a little bit within the black community. I'm not sure how prevalent this is either, but that they felt like, you know, because it wasn't, it seemed to have a lower efficacy rate of, you know, completely preventing um, the, you know, Mm -hmm. symptoms of the virus that, that it wasn't as good and this was going to be pushed off on them. I think that there is a really good chance that actually the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is going to be superior, and here's why. And okay. uh, they actually did trials with the South African uh, variant. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so first, I want to explain. Uh, there are uh, like three variants that have been talked a lot in the press. You need to understand that there are like probably hundreds of variants of this virus at this point. Um, yeah. The reason that the, the one from South Africa, from Brazil, and uh, from the U.K. are getting so much uh, press and are talked about is because they have 
um, they have changed the virus in a way that makes it um, easier to spread and possibly more deadly, although they don't really know that. But the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine has proven, you know, to be effective against the South African variant and I think maybe the UK variant. Um, But I think that that's, yeah, what we're what we're gonna what we're gonna find is that it's actually more effective in in that regard. Um, but regardless, yep. if you have a chance to get a fucking vaccine, get a fucking vaccine. I don't care which one it is. Get a fucking vaccine. Do it. You know, if you have the chance, um, a lot of places when they're done for the day, and they have um, if they have vaccines left over because people didn't show up or whatever. They often will put out a call on social media and say, hey, if you can get here in 20 minutes, you can get vaccinated today. Um, you know, that's so right. if you're really looking to get vaccinated, and I mean, and that's open to anyone. You don't have to be within any of the, it's like if anyone is, is available and can come get this, come get it. So, um, but I, I think that by the time we get to, uh, you know, the end of April, I think we're going to see a big difference. But, yeah, we still need to be on our guard. We need to be wearing a fucking mask. I know it's unpleasant. I wear two every day that I work with the public. Two. I wear two masks, okay? I'm looking for the day where I can just wear one, okay? Everybody needs to be wearing their goddamn mask, you know? It's not that big of a deal. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Okay. Wear the mask. (laughs) Put the fucking mask on. Social distance. Come on. You know you're supposed to be doing it. I am really sorry to the states who have been told that they don't have to wear their masks. Please do not listen to your governors. Your governors are making a political move that can cost you your life. It's not a joke. I am deadly serious. Your, your mayors will tell you not to listen to your governors. There is a reason why. It's not because people want you to be miserable. It's because some people want you to stay alive. Okay, so speaking of the vaccination, we would like to tell you a little bit about the decision to not have Mystic South this year. Star. Woohoo! Um, yeah, so we officially announced that we are not going to do Mystic South this year. Um, you know, there's no guarantee, even though, like, right now the government is saying there will be vaccines for everybody by the end of uh, of May. There's no real guarantee that that, you know, that that is going to be the case. Uh, in fact, I expect with some of these states that have opened back up, we're probably going to see another surge. <clears throat> overall yep. states that have, have been loosening up their restrictions. Yeah. Um, uh, I, but the bottom line is, uh, you know, not only that, it's not just the sa- the safety. Um, Mystic South will not be, we don't want to be responsible for even one person getting sick and, and certainly not anyone dying. Um, we've said from the beginning that we would not be a vector event and we are, we are sticking to that. Um, you know, and then you have financial concerns. I mean, we would have to be sure to meet our agreement with the hotel. Um, so there were a lot of factors that, um, that, that weighed into all of that, but the primary one was, you know, the health and safety of, you know, uh, 
our attendees, our staff, our presenters, uh, our vendors, yeah. uh, without a you know a guarantee of. I mean, if we knew for sure that everybody would have been vaccinated by you know by the even the end of June, we would have gone ahead. But there's no way. In fact, when we made the decision, the news about um, everyone being vaccinated by the end of May had not yet been made. So, but there right. we are. And we will be but on that, again you know in 2022. What? 2022 with a vengeance, y'all. Um, I, I have to say that was a thoughtful and well-thought-out decision. I know a lot of folks are figuring, well, everything's okay now. It's not okay yet. Until folks have, have the, the shot in the arm, and for some folks the second shot in the arm, we didn't want, you know, the folks at Mystic South didn't want to play Russian roulette with our lives. We appreciate that. So we're sad about it, but, you know, it's for our own good, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, well, wow, well, that was a let, fast hour. Well, and yeah. I want to say one more thing, okay? So even once, even once the majority of – we need 70 people to be vaccinated, 70% of everyone in the U.S. to be vaccinated before we hit herd immunity, okay? Um, yeah. Even once we hit that, we're probably still going to be wearing masks for a little bit longer. So uh, just because you get vaccinated doesn't mean you can take your mask off. Um, you always have to think about, you know, the impact on other people. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I yeah. think we're probably going to be we're, we're going to be wearing masks for a while yet. Um, you know, if you're yeah. in a group of people that have all been vaccinated, then and it's in, you know, small gatherings, whatever. I mean, I think it's fine. But going any place where you're around people that you don't you know, that you don't know, that you don't know, whether they, you need to be wearing a freaking mask. You know, I mean, that's just yeah. the reality of it. Yeah. That is true. And on that note. Everybody, please go support the Wild Hunt. Check out wildhunt.org. Give them all your support. It's the pagan paper of record. And uh, we are about out of time. So for Star Bustamante and myself, I am Raina Star. This was the 415, and we will see you all next month. Have a good one, everybody. Ciao, baby. There you go. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.